This is the Data Privacy Detective. It's the middle of February, 2021. And we're going to talk about TikTok and privacy and Europe and the United States and China and what it all means to us as people and as businesses. On February 16th, 2021, TikTok was sued in Europe for abusing the consumer rights of millions of European residents. Now, millions of Europeans use TikTok to post, share, and watch videos. TikTok videos could be three to 60 seconds long, and you can go there and free of charge, you can see things such as dogs in pink tutus that seem to be talking to us. You can see uh, Shock O'Neill uh, dancing and showing his, his you can see all sorts of things. A lot are just fun and wild and crazy. A few were somewhat instructional, you know, but uh, that's TikTok and it has spread like wildfire globally. So what does that have to do with privacy? Well, on February 16th, 2021, TikTok was sued in Europe by BEUC. Now that BEUC is a consumer organization within Europe that's allowed to uh, sort of act for groups of people in the European Union to file complaints against businesses that uh, uh, may violate consumer rights. And the complaint by BEUC is really very interesting about TikTok. So let's let's look at some of the claims there. They, they've just begun. We'll see how they fare in the courts. But these are under the general data privacy regulations of the European Union. Uh, here's the first, that uh, there are a number of terms in TikTok's terms of service. I'm sure everybody reads them before going to TikTok, right? Uh, yeah, right. But anyway, these are said to be unclear, ambiguous, and that they favor TikTok against the interest of users. Uh, there's an attack on the copyright terms because they give TikTok the right to use, distribute, and reproduce videos uh, published by the users without paying anybody anything for that. Uh, certainly an issue we see uh, around the world. Second claim, of BEUC is uh, has to do with a very popular feature of TikTok. You see, TikTok has uh, celebrities uh, whose performance uh, uh, is promoted by TikTok, and, and they put it up there. And people who watch and like it can buy coins uh, that they use then for virtual gifts to the celebrities. It's called a virtual item policy that backs this up. And uh, it, the, the allegation is that the virtual item policy has unfair terms and misleading practices. I mean, for example, one says that TikTok will decide the exchange rate uh, between the money it gets and how, how this is all dispersed. And that's unfair. That exchange rates can make a great deal of difference how you pick them uh, to uh, convert one currency to another. Third claim has to do with uh, minors, children and teenagers. And there are a couple of really uh, very central claims here. One is hidden advertising built into TikTok uh, and TikTok's uh, marketing uh, offers to companies that want to advertise on the app that somehow end up in uh, hidden advertising that go out to uh, people uh, younger than 18 years old. Well, that, that's an issue because then users are said to be triggered to participate in branded hashtag challenges. 
where they're encouraged to create content of specific products and then put them on TikTok, you see. So that's, that's one issue uh, at stake. And then uh, what about due diligence on what appears on TikTok? Uh, one recent one, uh, February of 2021, shows a uh, kind of an office or a commercial uh, strip mall, maybe you know, an elevator. And uh, the elevator opens, there's a young lady standing in front of the elevator to get on, and a shirtless guy walks out. And uh, even though a couple of the, the, the women uh, turn away, he grabs them and takes them onto the elevator and pushes going up down the doors closed. Well, that's rather suggestive, isn't it? Uh, is that appropriate for minors, for kids uh, maybe 10 years old, 12 years old, saying that's how, that's how men should treat women? Well, I certainly don't think so. But what's the site to do then? And, and uh, TikTok now faces the challenge of thinking that through and, and doing something about it to conform to the rules around the world to try to protect kids from various things. And then the use of users' personal data. Uh, the claim of BEUC is that TikTok's practices are misleading. It doesn't inform, uh, especially China, children and teenagers, but really everybody, about the personal data being collected for children. It may be their parents' credit card information. It could be all sorts of things. And then how TikTok uses them, it's alleged, uh, it isn't clear. And it should be, and it should you should get consent for things and so on. And so all of these challenges uh, face TikTok now in the ordinary course that they might any business that is doing business uh, in the European Union. And BUC is calling for a comprehensive investigation, urging people throughout the European Union to contact their data protection authorities, and we'll see how it all unfolds. But you can see how uh, a uh, an app developed uh, by a Chinese owner, TikTok's owned by ByteDance, uh, uh, organized in the People's Republic of China, uh, faces these challenges as it then goes global and has to comply with uh, the European Union's uh, regulations for data privacy. Well, what about the United States? The United States uh, in August of 2020, uh, while the Trump administration was still in power, took quite a different approach to TikTok, basically tried to put it out of business in the United States by saying uh, that there was a national security risk of US residents signing up for TikTok and then supplying their personal data which in turn then would be shared by ByteDance under Chinese law uh, as necessary with the Chinese authorities. And that can result in all sorts of problems that people uh, take uh, EU residents who are in the uh, US Armed Services or uh, Secret Service or whatever, and then their personal information's made available and they could be blackmailed and I could go on. But this was the approach basically to say then in an executive order that unless TikTok sold its U.S. operations to a U.S. company like Microsoft or Walmart or somebody, it would have to get out of the U.S. And U.S. users wouldn't be able to use TikTok anymore. Basically, the site would be shut down in the United States. Quite a severe thing. Now, the U.S. doesn't have a, 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 an enacted law that says what the executive order deals with. Uh, we don't say that the, the collection of, uh, by, by statute, that the collection of personal data, uh, you know, uh, that is then used by the company in various ways 
uh, is is lawful or not lawful, except for certain things, such as in the financial area or medical records and other areas for children, there are certain rules, but no comprehensive law like we see in the European Union, and yet an executive order, uh, it's of the prior administration, but that was of the U.S. president, says this is U.S. policy, and we can, the United States can, if it wishes, shut down the operations of a non-U.S. owned uh, enterprise if there's some risk that personal data of Americans is going to be misused. Well, there's always that risk, one would think, but a very drastic law. Now, the Biden administration uh, entered uh, in, into power, of course, on January the 20th noon, and it's taken a uh, cautious approach about uh, many of the uh, actions taken by the prior administration dealing with China. Now, it has, TikTok was able through several court challenges to block the enforcement of the Trump administration's executive order, but that's winding its way through various uh, U.S. courts. And the uh, on February the 10th, the Biden administration signaled that it's it's not going to try to force a sale of uh, TikTok American operations, but it's reviewing the entire matter broadly. There's a suggestion, I think many people expect that the Biden administration is much less likely to do one-off executive orders, such as this one with TikTok, and more likely to have a more general approach to China uh, as we face it. So these are really interesting uh, developments in February of 2021. And we're focused on TikTok, but this could apply to many businesses. And, and what do we make of this for businesses that are global by nature? Uh, TikTok being basically a data sharing uh, uh, app uh, that's available globally. Well, the first point ought to be quite obvious to all of us. What's shown on TikTok is created by people, not businesses. And they choose to share this information about themselves. And uh, there's an innate uh, desire for freedom for all of us to do this, or not that we all want, are going to become famous, but at least we might get noticed. And we have a right to share uh, what we think is pretty cool about our dog wearing a tutu or, or your grandchild playing the piano at age three or what, whatever it may be. That's the way of getting the word out in a way that uh, has not been possible before the digital revolution. So a lot of this is personal privacy stuff shared deliberately and freely by choice of the people who create it. Okay, but now it's out there and there are national and regional rules that have to be followed for how this is done and how the operator of a site shares the information, right? And that's what you see with the BEUC complaint in the European Union that, okay, uh, TikTok, you want to come into Europe and deal with our uh, residents, that's just fine, but you have to comply with the rules we put in place to protect personal data and to be fair about terms of use and so on and so forth. And we'll see how those play, but I would predict that many of the complaints being made by BEUC are going to be accepted in the uh, European Union courts uh, if this isn't settled otherwise uh, by <clears throat> uh, TikTok. Okay, but what happens generally? Let's look at what the U.S. has done here with this August 2020 executive order. What happens when a business owner uh, goes global in some way and then is subject to conflicting laws of different countries? Because that's really what we have. China uh, does uh, require its businesses and people to share information about uh, 
other people on a much more, I'll say, surveillance society type basis than many other countries. But all countries insist on some level of the ability to get information that's shared, now, to combat organized crime, to prevent terrorist activities, and so on. Uh, so what happens when China says, okay, uh, a business is going to have to report to us on our request, uh, personal information that is shared about people, but other countries say, wait a minute, uh, we will not allow a business to share information about our residents without their permission. And we won't allow them to do it unless our laws are followed. Well, you get the clash of laws. Let's face it, there is no international law of data privacy or privacy regulation or consumer protection. There are very different laws around the world that have developed and continue to develop in these areas. And so you get a clash of laws. Uh, and this is what we are beginning to see, or you're already seeing it, uh, I, I call it the splinter net. The internet is splintering in some ways. Uh, in some countries, you don't see all of the internet. Uh, North Korea, perhaps uh, the Democratic Republic of uh, Korea, uh, DPRK, uh, you, you, you don't see the internet there. China has the, what we call the Great Firewall, right? Uh, which restricts, uh, although it's much freer than you would see in North Korea, uh, the material you see. So, but the internet isn't just a free internet. Uh, it's splintered and it may be facing greater splintering. If the US type approach we saw in August of 2020 is pursued by other countries. So these are some of the issues uh, circulating around in February of 2021. We'll stay on this, share your insights, watch carefully as businesses continue the inevitable globalization of human intercommunication, but faced differing and even contrasting and conflicting laws around the world for how data is shared, collected, used, and sometimes abused. As always, I'll sign off by reminding us, protecting your personal data begins with you. <laughs>